find this part of my castle. Hello and welcome to Paranormal Hotline. My name is Michael and I'm joined by Kaylee. Hello. This week we'll be talking about the worst kind of monster there is, children. <laughs> Not just any children though, creepy ones that make you nervous when they're around and a really weird request for you. So, so all like children. children. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This week we'll be covering the black-eyed children. Now, if you've had any encounters with black-eyed children, feel free to let us know at paranormalhotlinepodcast at gmail.com or just message us on Twitter. And if you want to help us catch some of these spooky children, like the child catcher from Oliver Twist, well, cartoonishly big nets don't pay for themselves. <laughs> so if you'd like to help support us, you can always do so at patreon.com forward slash paranormalhotline. <laughs> oh, thank God. That's terrifying, though. Um, black-eyed children, I always hear of, like, encounter stories, but really, I actually know very little about them. They're terrifying. I hate the concept of them. But I always thought they were just, like, an urban legend. I always thought they were, like, distant cousins of that brown-eyed girl from the Van Morrison song. But there's lots of people with brown eyes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but which is it? Is it blue eyes that are mutants? Uh, yes. What color are your eyes? Blue. Yeah, blue blue eyes and red hair are the most uncommon combination. <laughs> You're a freak. <laughs> Jeez. All right, thanks. What what color are your eyes? Green. Hmm. Now that I think about it, I've never looked at them. They could just be black. I'm gonna have to check my pictures. <laughs> That's why you always wear glasses. <laughs> you just have stickers stickers of eyes on your glasses, so it looks like you have eyeballs. It's just stickers. It also means I can sleep. If nobody knows. <laughs> You can sleep in court. But uh, with black-eyed kids, the three real, like, big questions are, what are they, what can they do, and are they real? And what are they is easy enough to answer. They're usually kids in their early to mid-teens, although I've read about some who are like 16, 17 at the oldest. That's not black-eyed kids, that's black-eyed teenagers. Hooligans. They're smoking the marijuanas and their eyes are getting black. That's red eyes. <laughs> Your pupils expand. Yeah, but <laughs> it's expand to, to cover the, the entire <laughs> eyeball. <laughs> But uh, yeah, it's usually mostly young boys, but girls aren't that uncommon. I've only ever heard of boys, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Is it weird to think that like little girls are creepier than little boys? I think that's fair. I think that's fair. Like demonically, not like just yeah. in general. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like if I was walking through the woods and I came across like a little girl, I'd be more scared than if I came across a little boy. I just assume he's off doing boy things and eating frogs and burning snails or something. When I was looking up on this, what I was reading was that like in most circles is just accepted that anything that can take the form of a child is intensely evil because only extremely evil things take the form of children yeah i've heard that before too that like demons and stuff will take them but they'll take those forms because uh people are more likely to trust them you know a kid's not going to overpower you or if they take the form of like a fully grown man or even an old person they're more likely to attack you whereas kids are usually harmless yeah, yeah like they're at the right height for a punting <laughs> yeah one other thing, actually, I noticed that is kind of weird is that in American stories about them, they're always just like unsettling, normal-looking kids with black eyes. But in the UK, they're almost always thought of as ghosts. Hmm, that's interesting. Like, like in America now, it's more like the common theories are vampires or aliens. But in in, in sorry, in America, the main theories seem to be vampires and aliens. But in England, it's always just put down to a ghost. I would think demon of some kind. All right, yeah. But that like that doesn't mean I don't think they could be ghosts. I've no idea what the hell they could be, really. That kind of changes by the story. 
But the most famous story is yeah. that of Brian Bettle. Have you heard of him? Never heard of him. Well, people who like heard of him in a good bit, like people who've looked into Black Eyed Kids before will definitely have heard his name. But if you don't know, Brian is a journalist in America that at the time of the story was living in Abilene, Texas. So there's many versions of this around the internet and he's done interviews about it and everything. He did his own write-up into it. I was, sorry. He did interviews and everything. And in 2013, he did his own write-up where he wrote down the events of what happened to him. So I have like an abridged version of it here because it's actually kind of long. But in 1996, he's going to the Camelot Communications Building, which is a local internet provider, to drop in a check in the mail slot for his bill. And he's trying to like write on the dashboard of the car in the dim light off the streetlights of the parking lot. Yeah. And he's concentrating so he doesn't hear anyone come up to his window. But then in his words, there was a knock on my driver's side window. Two young boys, somewhere between 9 and 12 years old, and dressed in hooded pullovers, stood outside. I cracked the window a bit and tished... <laughs> Sorry, there's one thing here that I feel is very Irish and I don't know why. Yeah. He says, I cracked the window a bit, anticipating a spiel for money. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, but I was immediately gripped by an incomprehensible soul-wracking fear. I had no idea why. Oh, that's intense. A conversation ensued, in, sorry, ensued between one boy, a somewhat suave, olive-skinned, curly-headed young man, and myself. The other, a red-headed, pale-skinned, freckled young man, stayed in the background. <laughs> I'm feeling attacked here. <laughs> the spokesman, as I've come to think of him, told me that he and his companion needed a ride. They wanted to see a movie, Mortal Kombat, but they had left their money at their mother's house. Could I give them a ride? All right. I thought this was plausible. That's so Sorry, strange. So they, they didn't even ask for money to go see the film. They asked him to drive them home to get their money. Well, with black-eyed kids, they're always asking for, like, be let in places, like a car or a house or, like... Like vampires. Room. Yeah, but um, I could see why they'd ask, like, can you drop us home so we can get money, rather than can you give us money? Because you can hand money out a window. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's just weird. It's just strange. Like, if, if it was me and I wasn't looking at their eyes or wasn't expecting black-eyed kids, I'd be like, what the fuck? Go <laughs> First <away. laughs> of all, these kids are just so badly... Like, you'd never ask to get into a stranger's car, you know? Yeah, kids are like, have it drilled into them. Don't get in a stranger's car. Yeah, don't get in the car with strangers. Um, but just bad parenting. <laughs> he said he thought it was plausible enough, but he said throughout all this exchange, the irrational fear continued and grew. And I had no reason to be frightened of these two boys, but I was terribly. So, like, yeah, he literally, like, he cracked the window and, like, it was a gas coming in. He just got terrified of them. I would have peeled out of there, man. I would have gone into gear and... Do you think one of the kids just let off, like, a monster fart and that's what came in the window and scared uh, No, you would have smelled that. The smell of sulfur coming off these children. <laughs> smell of fear. <laughs> um, I wonder what... I wonder, like, did he see their eyes? Yeah, so he says, after a bit more conversation, I looked up the theatre marquee and down at the digital clock on my car. Mortal Kombat's last show of the night had already started. By the time I could have driven the boys anywhere and back, it would have practically been over. All the while, mm. the spokesman uttered assurances. It won't take long. We're just two little kids. We don't have a gun or anything. And he even makes Whoa. a point of saying that last part was a bit unnerving. What? what? Who says that? Who says that? Hey, let me in your car. You know, I don't have a gun. That is something someone who has a gun would say. That's exactly what someone who has a gun would say. That's insane. I noticed that my hand had strayed towards the lock on my door. I pulled it away, perhaps a little too violently. He was going to open the, short... the door, or was he going to lock the door? I think he was going to lock it. Okay. Are you sure he wasn't going to open it? it? No, he says my hand had strayed towards the lock on my on my door. So he pulled away because like, he realized 
he was going to lock it and it would have been noticeable. Oh, okay. Mm. Yeah. In the short time I had broken the gaze of the spokesman, something had changed, and my mind exploded in a vortex of all-consuming terror. Uh, Both boys stared at me with cold black eyes, the sort of eyes one sees these days on aliens or bargain basement vampires on late night television. <laughs> Soulless orbs like two great swats of starless night. I should point out he is a writer. Okay, nature. I was going to say that's very poetic. Uh, you sure he wasn't He's like, a journalist. Yeah, I don't know, their dad or something. <laughs> I did what I feel any rational person would do. I full out freaked out inside while trying to appear completely sane and calm. I apologised to the kids. I made whatever excuses came to mind, all of them designed to get me out of there. The aura of fear was now a palpable black hanging thing, almost as if reality itself was warping around me. Ooh. And, like, is this common? Like, that's a common thing, the fear with the black-eyed children? Yeah, it's like everyone who sees them or has any kind of interaction with them just feels fear. I wonder if it's just Uncanny Valley. You know, the way sometimes, like, Uncanny Valley just gives you the creeps. Like, these children aren't quite right, so it just kind of gives you the chills. Yeah, there's just something off. That's terrifying. I wouldn't be able for that. He says, I wrapped my hand around the gear shift and threw the car into reverse and began to roll up the window, apologizing the whole time. My fear must have been evident. The boy in the back wore a look of confusion. The spokesman banged sharply on the window as I rolled it up. His words, full of anger, echo in my mind even today. We can't come in unless you tell us it's okay. Let us oh, in. Oh, no. Hell no. Nope. Get out. You can climb onto the roof and I'll drive you home. <laughs> he goes on a bit more about how, like, he got out of there and how he just kept thinking about it and everything. But basically, when he got home, he went on, like, he kind of just, he it was on his mind, but he didn't pay too much attention to it. He was just like, that was a really weird thing that happened. Yeah. But he actually went on to write about it and he sent it to some friends online because he just wanted to, like, I had this weird thing. He did a little write up and he sent it to him. And yeah. it kind of spread from there. And that's actually like where the first big Black Eyed Children story came from. And this was like, this is the first ever documented Black Eyed Children? This is the one that got popular. It was in 1996. Okay. Now I'm just wondering if there was anyone, like when he posted online, was anybody like, oh my God, the same thing happened to me? Yes, there was actually a shitload of people. Okay. That's better, because if it was like nobody had had any experiences prior to this, I'd be like, all right, well, they're all just doing parodies of this one. But if other people are coming forward and saying the same thing happened to them. But that's kind of the problem. You see, that story basically became the blueprint for most black-eyed children. You actually sent me a list of a few that you had heard about before. And after I read them, I was thinking the exact same thing, that they have the same layout of someone by themselves. They see a black-eyed child that makes a request to enter wherever they are, a car, house, or apartment. Um, but they always say no yeah. because there's actually no stories of anyone who said yes and what happened afterwards. Oh, damn. What's happened to those people? But that is like the first really big Black Eyed Children one. But there's actually been some from the 80s and back to the 70s in England. Oh, okay. Because uh, the American ones are always like um, they get really desperate to come in and they either get really aggressive or they start begging like it's life or death. Like I want a story where someone like these kids try it on someone who just doesn't care, has no qualms about punching a child. <laughs> like in the American one, they're always either very pleading or very demanding that you have to let them in and something will happen if you don't or whatever. Yeah. But in the English ones, they're actually way different. So there are black eyed children and there was actually a massive surge in sightings a few years ago in 2014 and 
I sent you a picture there. It's the very first one. Sweet. Daily Star actually posted three days in a row about what they called the plague of black-eyed ghost children. Oh, goddamn. Well, it's the Daily Star. So for starters, you can't really trust it. <laughs> but it is That's interesting. That's actually what I have written here is that it's worth pointing out that the Daily Star isn't the pinnacle of No, press. it's not. They have a lot of shock headlines like that. And honestly, not many people take it seriously. No, no. It's kind of, yeah. But it's it's interesting that they did write about that. The reason they were writing about it. Three so, days in a I row. Understand. Sorry, sorry to cut you off there. That's just a lot. I, like it's something that would be in the press maybe like one of the days when they have nothing else to post. But three days in a row on the front cover. The reason I think it was is because in 2013 there was a lot of there was a spike of sightings in America. <clears throat> yeah. But a few of these seem to be tied to a movie that came out about black-eyed children in America. Like, there were oh. a few in the lead-up to it when the trailers first came out. And then after the movie came out, there was a good few more. Okay. And then that's when uh, Brian Bethel did his write-up on it as well in April. Yeah, yeah. And then, like, a few about a year later, it makes its way over to England. Daily Star starts posting about the, all these sightings that have been now happening around the country. Yeah. And then suddenly there's a ton more. But in that one picture there, the one about the uh, pub cursed by a black-eyed child ghost. <laughs> yeah. That's because there's a pub in England and they were trying to sell it for like 365000 I think. Yeah. But nobody would buy it because it was supposed to be extremely cursed. The funny thing is with that picture, they didn't even use a picture of a black-eyed child. That child is I know, normal that child eyes. Is blue eyes. <laughs> it's just freaky looking, but it's just not a black-eyed child. Um, and what were the sightings people were seeing? So there was one like a child walking around the pub, a child doing this, a child doing that. And every time someone looked at it, it had black eyes. Mm. But there was another one, another sighting reported. And this one's actually really interesting because it's about a place I'd never heard of called Cannock Chase. Okay. So it's a village in England in Staffordshire. <laughs> and there was a sighting there and it was in a place called Birch's Valley. And the witness talks about her and her daughter heard the screams of a child. And when they went to see what was wrong, they found a girl with her hand over her eyes and when she removed them, her eyes were completely black. So the woman grabbed her daughter and legged it. That's terrifying. No way, man. There's actually been a few sightings of black-eyed like black-eyed little girls in that woods, in that area. And it's Jeez. interesting because in the 1960s, Canuck Chase actually became like a, a focus of nationwide attention. Because there was a very brutal series of murders of young girls. Oh, Jesus. But the thing is, like, Canuck Chase sounds like gravity falls like there's aliens bigfoot ghosts gnomes everything seems to be happening in this one little village like there's werewolf sightings they see UFOs like every couple of years it just sounds insane when are we going i don't know because i'm talking <laughs> i'm trying to talk to a few people who've actually studied it before oh sweet but yeah there's so many uh just reminds me the way you said there that there was uh they heard a girl in the woods when i was younger because uh, I lived in the middle of nowhere, I used to walk through fields all the time, and I was walking through a field, and I heard like a baby crying, and it really freaked me out. But it was coming from the next field over, so I went around and went into that field to see. It sounded just like a baby crying. It sounded exactly like a baby crying. But when I got around the, to the other side of the field, there was this cat that was stuck in this bush, <laughs> and it was wailing like a baby. <laughs> That's terrifying. Yeah, because like cats, uh, domestic cats, if you let them out, their collars can get stuck and stuff. So you're not supposed to put a collar on wild cats or whatever. Yeah, yeah, the breakaway ones too. But this one was stuck and it was screaming like a baby. (laughs) Imagine hearing that at night. 
I was so scared because it was like, it wasn't night, but it was getting late. It was getting dark. And I was, I was terrified of this baby that I was going to find. I was, I was about 10 years old. And I was expecting to find an abandoned baby in this field. It was so <laughs> much like, like a baby. I, I can't be responsible for this. <laughs> I'm only 10. <laughs> it's like that thing. It's like, I'm 16. I'm a grandmother. I'm a grandmother. <laughs> but there's a lot of animals that do that. Where like, they'll, when they're in stress, they'll make human-like noises in the hopes a human will come and help. Is that really what they're doing? Yeah, there's a few things. Um, it's basically... <clears throat> Sorry, like some animals, animals avoid humans in general. Sometimes yeah. when animals are in distress, they'll go up to people and just like, hopefully you don't kill me and just help me out here. <laughs> that's a risky, that's risky business, man. It's usually animals though that grow up in like urban or sub- suburban. Yeah, I can picture like, like crows doing people. that maybe. But um, that wasn't the only sighting of the black eyed kids in that exact area. There was actually one that went back to the 80s where someone was, ta- um, I think someone was talking to Daily Star about it, where they were telling how their mother seen something in the 80s. And when asked about it, all she would say was that it was a black eyed child and that it scared her but they, she wouldn't tell what happened why not did the child get know, into the house gave it up for adoption <gasps> this is it it was her mother found the black eyed child let it into the house the black eyed child grew up to be a normal kid and it was them that's why the mother wouldn't tell them <laughs> you're not allowed to make fan fiction of black eyed children <laughs> what are they what did they do if they get in that's what I want to know well, yeah, that's just it. What are they? Because a lot of theories seem to be aliens or vampires. And the vampire one you can kind of get yeah. because of needing like permission to enter and everything. Mm. But the alien ones is a bit more far out there. So some of the theories for them as aliens yeah. is that they're aliens that dress like little kids, which I think would just be weird, although it kind of makes sense because they're about the same height. <laughs> yeah, I guess. And another one would be that they're alien hybrids. I was thinking, yeah. It's similar to the ones that Travis saw, you know, the creepy alien people. But they weren't black-eyed, they were blue-eyed. Yeah. But, like, even if they were, like, that's a stupid way to try and spy on people. Just back on up to their door, banging well, on a Well, all right, say in. if you're, you were an alien and you're on an alien council, right? And you had to talk about Earth and how you were dissecting people. And it was like, right, people are getting pretty annoyed that we're just abducting them without asking them. So maybe we just start asking them? <laughs> it's like, we don't have a warrant, you need to let us in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe they're just police officers because once they're inside your house they can search whatever they want can't they i'm just thinking of the little police elves from the santa claus movies oh yeah that's still an awful way to do it like imagine just going up like giving people the heebie-jeebies and being like can we have permission to abduct you i don't think it was per- yeah it wasn't permission really to abduct them just can i come into your house but god knows what the follow-up questions were <gasps> maybe they were just like selling the avon or something they're part of a pyramid scheme, a multi-dimensional gal- galaxy pyramid scheme. Uh, I, I, I'm not, I, it upsets me that that's like a possible outcome for like humanity's first encounter to be like an MLM. <laughs> that would be hilarious. Imagine a hun being like our first encounter. Hey hun, buy Avon. It's what everyone on Earth does. <laughs> I remember seeing something before. It was like how it's a really popular Scottish insult to say that your dad sells Avon. <laughs> oh, that's funny. <laughs> I think the problem with black-eyed kids is that they're basically just a modern urban legend. Yeah, they really are. 
like there's no proof of any of them other than the stuff that people have written and when you look them up there's nothing there that makes you think okay this could be true i've seen videos before of them uh there was one guy who was like monitoring one that kept coming back to his house but it was very clearly a friend or something with really bad effects um well i've sent you a video here oh sweet of one at of a sighting at canic chase from last Ooh. year this was in november yes please i'm gonna be honest with you what i don't think you're gonna Is like it bad? this or you'll find it really funny <laughs> okay you ready on 10th of october 2020 i was filming the woods at the birches valley in canock chase all of a sudden this stopped me in my tracks i love the way the video is darkened as well so you can <laughs> oh god the cringe <laughs> let's take a closer look so it's basically just this girl walking out from behind the trees not looking in the direction she's and definitely pointing. not a teenager either i'd say like 22 yeah <laughs> early 20s She's and she just turns and raises her shoulders. hand like she raises her hand like iron man at the camera and then the camera turns another thing i'd like to point out is that the guy turns around and then looks at like the tree she comes out from behind but for a moment you can see her shoulder sticking out the other side of the tree because she's clearly just hiding behind it <laughs> so what do you think why why stage something like this why stage something like this uh definitely not proof do you know what bothers me most about that video? What? The amount of fucking places I saw it as proof of black-eyed children. <laughs> yeah. Um, what do you think? Do you, You've done the research on them. Do you believe they're real? I think it's just a real? creepypasta. You think it's creepypasta? Okay. I feel like it's one of those things that like maybe one or two people had encounters. Like genuine encounters. And it's so like not stylish, but it's such a cool thing. That people just started the writing concept. their own. Yeah, yeah. The concept is very cool. That people just started writing their own versions of it. Do you know what we should do? We should make up a cryptid. <laughs> just to see how many people believe it. I wonder if we could summon a black-eyed kid. We'll just start playing the black-eyed peas really loud. I can, just, I can go into a crash with boxing gloves. There'll be black-eyed kids everywhere. <laughs> oh my god, Michael. <laughs> you can't say that. Why not? <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, I think it's really, really cool. I do think it's really cool, but I just find it very hard to believe it. Um, scary. I'd be absolutely terrified if it ever happened to me, but... There is a lot of really cool stories. Like, there'd be really good campfire stories. But as anything, like, for evidence, there's none. <laughs> there's just stories. There's nothing I'd find believable. At least not about the American kind of black-eyed children. The English ones with the ghosts do have, like, a good amount of history yeah, to them. Yeah. Um, what do you think they are? Well, like, like you'd expect. Do you that. think it's if they were to be anything? Do you think it would be ghost, demon, alien, uh, just another cryptid? I don't think it would be vampire. Vampire seems quite logical for it, though, because if you were a vampire, if you were a creature that lives around in the night, you'd have big eyes to see in the dark. Yeah, but they're not big; they're just completely. Black. Yeah, but you, that's what I mean. Like the the um, big pupils. Yeah, your pupils would be massive to see in the dark better. Yeah, but children. Maybe they just don't age. Like uh, Darren Chan. Yeah, but like even in Twilight, they knew not to make vampire children. <laughs> That's true. But they did it in uh, Interview with the Vampire. And I that was fucked that. up. You do need to watch that. It's amazing. But no, I imagine if it was just something wacky. Like they were just like, they were Wendigos. Oh, yeah. That makes sense too. But then Wendigos but, don't attack. I, it's not even just. Uh, they only attack like a certain tribe, don't they? Maybe. But like, I think that's kind of changed with the telling. Yeah, I think so. The one thing I do find interesting, and I know it's back, it leads back to vampires again, is the invitation thing, like having to yeah. be invited in. Because I tried looking up, like, what 
before vampires, what was that associated with? And it's usually just like inviting in demons and stuff. Yeah, yeah. I do think it's really like weird that a big part of vampire lore is that they're exceptionally good house guests. Yeah. I mean, like, the, the black-eyed children, they could also be just, like, a form of fairy as well. You know the way they're sometimes, like, devious, but they also have, like, very specific rules on being invited places and stuff like that. And they do take the form of people, too. Uh, do you know what we should do? We should try and find, like, a place with a lot of black-eyed children, like, a lot of sightings, and we'll throw rice on the ground. And if they count it, they're a vampire. And if they don't, we're in trouble. That's, I don't know if that still works, does it? Yeah, apparently, like, they can, like, they have this weird need to count shit yeah where did i hear something about Not that the kids, recently but vampires in general um the ruguru the one i was telling you about in new orleans uh the ruguru also can't count past 13 so if you throw 13 things down in front of it it will try to count them and then get frustrated and angry at itself <laughs> i just i just remember I hearing that recently and i thought it was weird I love stupid ways, stupid things like that, like stupid ways to beat <laughs> a ghost kind of thing. <laughs> but yeah, what do you think about Black Eyed Kids? Spooky. Definitely spooky. I wouldn't like to encounter one. But I I don't know. I have my doubts as to whether they're real or not. I haven't seen any solid, solid evidence. Uh, and considering everybody has dash cams and phones and doorbell cameras and stuff nowadays, I feel like there would be at least one video, you know? Even in 2014, though, like, cameras were still good on phones like 2014 wasn't ages no it wasn't super long ago and there was a big amount of like eyewitness reports with very little video then that's what kind of puts me off it though yeah one thing i've noticed though is as much fear as they cause in people they're never really shown to do anything too special in any of the stories like what like there's nothing to make me think if that if they did start getting uppity i wouldn't be able to fight them well one of them had a gun for sure (laughs) no no he said he didn't have a gun no, he definitely had a gun. <laughs> he was scary. That doesn't make him a liar. He was going to see Mortal Kombat. How was he? How were they even going to get into that movie? That's like an eighteen plus movie. The old one? Isn't the old one eighteen plus? I don't think so. The nineteen ninety six one. Yeah. Was that not gory? No, you're thinking of Goro. Oh, I'm getting confused. Well, I'm pretty sure it wasn't suitable for kids. Yeah, but they had black eyes. Maybe that like adds on a few years. <laughs> no, they can just scare the guy at the register to give them tickets. <laughs> let us in in. you have to invite us into the movie (laughs) wow mortal kombat has two percent on oh that's mortal kombat annihilation that's fair i can't find the fucking age rating for mortal kombat oh my god it's only pg-13 well it was still not suitable for them they were only nine to twelve Yeah, one of them was only nine (laughs) the ginger one was only just a freckle-faced ginger freak who wanted to watch mortal kombat with his brother who had a gun If you guys have any Black Eyed Children stories that you think are real or that you believe have really good legs to stand on, you can always email us at paranormalhotlinepodcast at gmail.com or you can message us on Twitter at ParanormalHL. And as always, guys, if you want to support the podcast, you can always do so at patreon.com forward slash paranormalhotline. But that's everything for this week, guys, and hopefully you had a good week. Anything to add? Nope. Sweet. Bye. Bye.